0: Hey guys, my name is Steve. I'm the Chief Executive Nobody of the Mess News Project. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 Podcast. It is a sister project to the Mess News Project. And if you're listening to this podcast, I recommend you going to the very first podcast, scrolling all the way down, and then listening to them in order. Uh, The reason being is because as I went along my way, I started learning more and more things, and I started giving things more context, etc., and so, think of this as like a course. And yes, you know, I've had to go through some things, and I had to use this podcast as a way of communicating to a lot of my abusers and the government contractors, etc. Because you know, they they make sure there's no lines of communications, but uh, 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 when they're doing horrible things to you, but you know that they're monitoring you, and it became a useful tool. Uh, so you get those little gems too, but ultimately is you learn from the beginning to the end. Because that's how I learned. I learned about things and I got more and more comprehensive and started understanding things, started understanding how things get weaponized, etc. So Yeah. I recommend if you're listening to this podcast right now that you and you just plopped on this last podcast, you're just starting this one out. It's not like a traditional podcast. Think of it like a course. Um, and by the last podcast, you will be absolutely, uh, have as, you will have the same amount of knowledge as me because as I learn new things, I literally just got on and, you know, what I'm saying, fired up the, uh, the podcast app and then I teach you guys. So as soon as I learn something, you learn something and you learn with me. And so we have the same level of knowledge. There's nothing that I hold back. Every time I learn a new nugget, I come with it. And if I learn something new about that nugget or I need to update my information on, st- on on previous stuff, I absolutely do. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? On top of that, there was a lot of tribulations I had to go through because that's part of the smear. That's part of the campaign. Now, um, in today's podcast, I want to talk about marking. And uh, what that has to do with when you're being tracked by the cartel... Or large groups of, um, what do you call it, organized peoples, which could happen in gang stalking, what I call weaponized retards. Or um, uh, a group of you know military contractors, etc., subcontractors. Now what is marking? Well, marking essentially is a way so they can keep tabs on you in large places. And, um, in previous podcasts, I've discussed that, you know, you should probably get like, if you do have to buy a car, etc., that you should probably get like a really generic car, like, you know, maybe like a white Honda or a silver Honda. That's like the, you know, Honda Civic or something that's like a beige color, but keep it bone stock. And that's important because, Let's say you're trying to flee, and maybe they don't have a GPS on you, but organized crime, people don't understand. They're all over, all over, all over, and they're in constant uh, communication. A lot of them, especially the cartel, they like to use WhatsApp because it has those encrypted chat rooms, and it's like its own social network. And they can also send money to people in Mexico from the other side of the border without being charged. So they like WhatsApp. And they can make calls uh, to people on the other side of the border. And won't try, and they won't cost them anything because it just uses the internet. But um, so they have a lot. Of, they their communication is very uh, darn it is very um, sophisticated in the way that they have eyes and ears everywhere, and you know WhatsApp is kind of like their a little social media, the way they do that. And they they'll share a lot of horrible things that they do, but then they also brag about crimes that they do. It's a water cooler. It's an echo chamber, meaning, like, there's a lot of people just gossiping about shit on there. Um, There's a lot of tribalism on there because, like, people tend to believe their tribe or people who they think are like them. Even though that person can be full of shit, they'll believe those people. And so, like, a lot of crazy shit can be spread about you, um, etc., because that's just how the brain works, and um, there'll be people that'll act like they're experts on things, etc., it's just crazy, but regardless, they their communication is very, very um, tight, and they're very vigilant about staying in communication, in fact, you know, they'll be disciplined by you know, hire members of their organization like a boss or what have you, if they miss a call or they turn off their phone because then they can't be tracked to make sure they're not, you know, saying doing shit on the side that, you know, their organization isn't getting a cut of. Etc. So and they also track all their all their members on their phones. Also. Um Marking is essential, so when they're tracking you or you go from one city to another, and let's say your car is bone stock, um, and you you know what I'm saying? Because they, they, uh, uh, they, especially organized crime, uh, they will go around and steal people's front license plates all the time, and uh, then rock them on the back of their car. They'll go find a car that's just like theirs same color, what have you. And then they go and they steal the front plates because no one notices the front plate being gone, only the back. And, uh, so they'll steal the front plates and then they will, uh, go commit crimes. And so if somebody reports the car or gets a picture of the plate, then, um, you know what I'm saying? The crime could come back on them. And unfortunately, you know, there's no VIN number that's visible. So they do that and how you know and usually they say you know a person who's a liar tends to think everyone else is a liar. The cartels and organized crime, etc. Even uh even military contractors because they go out and they do goon shit. If they're liars, if they would do something to cover up their crimes they assume you probably, probably would do the same thing. And so they employ marking of cars that are stock, bone stock. Now, if you have some like special rims or a unique paint job or, you know, like a roof rack or you have like some identifying stickers, then they're going to be, they're going to be less worried about things. But if your car is like bone stock, it's got everything stocked from the outside, you know what I'm saying? What they will do is they will often, like, mark or damage the car. So if you travel from city to city, just in case they might lose you, they can find you by looking at the minor damage that maybe you wouldn't notice. Um, When I had bought my car, I kept it bone stock for that one reason. What they did is, you know those little panels... um, you know, when you shut your door, the, there's that little, like, bar between the back door, maybe, and the front car door for the back seat and the front seat. There's that little bar separator. Well, mine, what they did to mine was I was parked outside. and What they did was they keyed it up, and um, I replaced it, and then they keyed it again, and then I realized, like, oh, this is going to be, like, a thing. But it was a subtle thing, but they damaged it enough, so if they got right up next to the car, they'd be like, oh, that's the one. And it was like a, it's like a black plastic, hard plastic panel. So it doesn't seem like something you would, you know what I'm saying, be anal about or what have you, but they do the same thing. They'll key certain parts of your car or they will, um, they've even been known to uh, use white shoe paint. You know, shoe paint, if your shoes get a little, little rugged, but you ain't ready to, you know, fork the, you know, hundred dollars to get a new pair, uh, they'll get shoe paint and they'll make marks on your tires. Um, like just little dots, something that doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but it marks the car and white shoe paint, believe it or not, really soaks into, um, rubber. So they'll do that. Um, and that's because if just in case you, if you're trying to get away from these guys and you employ the same tactics that they know that they do, right. Stealing a plate and put it on the back of yours. Because they already have your plate. They already know the car, make and or whatever. And let's just say you find the GPS thing. What they do is they mark the car to make it just in case they lose you that they can find you again. And just in case your car looks generic, they can be sure that they have the correct one. Now, cosmetic, yes, you can see a cosmetic thing during the daytime. But during the nighttime, how they like to mark cars is they like to... Um, What's it called? Slightly damaged like the lights of the car. So let's say you have a headlight. You have headlights, but then you also have your fog lights. They will, um, while the car's parked overnight, they will remove one of the fog lights. So then you'll have like a three pattern on the front of your car. So they can see your car coming, at, coming during the nighttime. And it won't be something that you notice. They'll sometimes do the same thing for the taillight if they have to. But, um, or, you know what I'm saying? They will, they will, um, take out one of the bulbs of the taillights. Usually it's like a double bulb thing, um, to make sure that the car can be from far away. You're like, oh, that's the person. That's the one right there. Or if they see the car coming, they can't see the plate at night or what have you, especially if there's not a lot of lights and they can't see the cosmetic details, but they can see the light pattern, and so so and so says, "Hey, so and like this guy's coming down the 101, on one." You know, I'm just letting the rest of you fucking degenerate crackheads know. And, uh, and then after a while, they see that light pattern coming down through down the street. They already know you're coming without come without you know getting close enough to identify the car, or be close enough to be deemed suspicious. So you're going to notice these things happening to your car. And if you don't do a walk around every day or a couple of days, just real quick and notice some things, um, you could be marked and you wouldn't even know it. So like I said, like the white shoe paint, um, keying parts of the car, usually they do it to the plastic stuff because, you know, with the car paints with the car paint stuff, they can just you can just use one of those pens, that basically it thins out the paint and then blends it in. So they tend to try to do it to like a plastic part of the car, or let's say like the underside of your mirrors has like a has a strip of plastic that that you know like lines it or what have you. Like they'll just they'll mark it, any any kind of thing, and they'll share this information. They'll share pictures of every car where it's been marked, what have you, and it's all in these mass. WhatsApp, chat groups, usually, usually with organized crime, they use the WhatsApp. But, um, yeah, so it's important to know that because that's the way they're going to keep track of you. And it could also alert you to let you know, especially like, let's say you replace something. You're like, Oh man, that looks like that got damaged and you replace it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all of a sudden you notice like another thing got marked. And then you replace that. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Or, like I said, use white shoe paint to make, like, you know, um, some some marks on your tires. And you would be like, oh, what is that? Oh, that sucks. And you're going to try to wash it off. You can't get the white shoe paint off the car. It soaks into the rubber. So, but they'll mark it, and it'll make it look like, oh, I must have hit something or picked something up. And it's on my tire now. It'll probably wear off or what have you. Um, that's just the way they... Uh, they do shit so keep that in mind and understand that tactic why it's useful how it can be harnessed why are they doing it and um if anything should give you a kind of warning that there's a you know what i'm saying like i said if you're in this program you're noticing these patterns of abuse that we've described um could alert you to understanding like oh shit I'm in a thing or people are keeping their eyes on me or what have you. And nothing, nothing for you to get crazy about. But then just start paying attention to your surroundings. Do you know what I'm saying? A little more. Um, start paying attention to maybe cars. Do you know what I'm saying? Following you. I i have a whole podcast on ways that you can determine if a car is following you. And now me at this point, because I've got, been in this program for so long. I'm just, like, a fucking expert at finding a tail. And most of the tails, like, especially if, like I said, organized crime has been paid or, ins- or there's lots of ways to pay someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, the feds could be like, hey, take care of this guy for us. We'll look the other way while you guys do business, you know, for, you know, six months or what have you. and allow you to get more money. Do you know what I'm saying? That That's a way to get paid, too. Like, there's just lots of different ways you can compensate somebody for shit. And so, um, they can be incentivized. Anyways, irregardless, um, you should pay attention to that. And what was I going to say? Oh yeah. I've been doing this thing for a while. I mean, I can find a tail in just, uh, you know what I'm saying? A few minutes. There's lots of different ways. A lot of these guys, they don't do this every day. Do you know what I'm saying? Like their whole day isn't trying to make sure they do or do not have a tail, um, Me at this point, like, that's my whole life. It's my whole day is trying to get away from people who want to harm me. That's part of my, I I have to do it every day. I have to practice it every day. So I know every time now. But I teach you, there's a a podcast in this series. I teach you all the signs because a lot of these are just, they're meth heads. They're drug addicts. A lot of people who have substance abuse problems in organized crime. Because they, you know what I'm saying? It just flows freely. They get it at wholesale. People like to party. But so they're these crackheads. They don't do this every day. And they don't know any better. Anyways, that podcast in this series. But understand that marking is a strategy that overall uh, should make you concerned. And you should keep an eye on. And it's important to keep your car washed and clean. So you can see these things constantly. Um, And notice when things are you know what I'm saying, uh, looking a little strange, et cetera. It might be subtle, but you understand that it's an effective tool for these guys. It's kind of like insurance. Oh, well, he found the bug that we slap underneath the wheel well or, you know, put in his trunk or what have you, but um, uh, that's like insurance. Just in case they lose you on the freeway, uh, they'll just have all their people spread out until they find the car that's been marked. So that's marking. Uh, specifically for automobiles, they do that. They did that too to me and um, they marked my ear. Um, They cut my ear on purpose because, believe it or not, ears are as unique as a fingerprint. Uh, So you can really literally identify somebody on video Um, if their face is too jacked up. You can identify them by their ears, so, um, just understand that. So they do marking on humans as well. Usually they'll do it something simple. Um, but yeah, they mark, they did that to me as well. Anyways, that's marking. That strategy can be utilized in other parts of your life, other parts of your possessions, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, just take all the principles you learn from that. And then, you know what I'm saying? If you live your life a little differently, if you don't traverse by car, if you have like maybe a bag you know, or a piece of luggage that's very generic or what have you, but you notice like a a defect was done to it and you don't remember doing it or what have you, it could be that somebody is marking you. So just in case they lose you in like an airport or what have you, they can, um, uh, identify you by that as well. So, so that, um, you know, that strategy can be up into so many different things. I first started noticing it on my car, but you can, you know, Swap that out for anything um, that you might be traveling with, etc. Especially if you're gray manned out. Marking is a very novel way of, of keeping track of somebody, especially if organized crime is in pursuit of you because it's a, it's a network of people versus you, and that's almost impossible to um, defeat or get away from. But if you do, they have those. Very novel, very low tech way. To ensure that they can find you. Anyways. I hope this message finds you. As I broadcast from San Diego. From deep inside the filter bubble. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody. Of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project. Is the mothership. Of. The Colintel Pro 2.0 podcast. You can. Hear more episodes of the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts.cointelpro, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts.cointelpro, the number two, Z-E-R-O.com. There's also some companion videos we have for the the COINTELPRO 2.0. And that is at videos with an S videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two and then com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO the number two and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that know a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, Z E R D Z E R O dot com. Want to thank you for listening as we pull back the curtain. Now we are a zero-profit news project, it's not a 501 3C non-profit, but a zero-profit passion project. We don't make money doing this at all. So we don't have sponsors, but we do endorse necessities and organizations that are worth your time and money. So, you know, whether you're a target of COINTELPRO or just one of the 55,000-plus listeners to the podcast, I recommend getting yourself a Faraday bag. That's F-A-R-A-D-A-Y. A Faraday bag or a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device. They make Faraday backpacks and phone sleeves and even sleeves to put your key fobs in. So you can put your laptops and your tablets and all sorts of things in these bags, different sizes. And, you know, especially for the key fobs, because as key fobs become more and more smarter, you know, your car keys. um, Who knows what kind of tracking tech can be used maliciously in your car key fobs. So they actually make those as well. Uh, there are many brands. I don't recomm I don't and you know recommend a particular brand. They all do the same thing. But there are brands out there called Mission Darkness, uh Hadoofy, that's H-O-D-U-F-Y. Um Silent Pocket is another brand name. Just to name a few. They all work the same, but they have different stitching and features and price points. So whatever brand you choose, you need to get yourself one. As the security state is continuing to violate the Constitution. And your God-given American rights to privacy. It's not about if you have nothing to hide. It's about the principle that the Fourth Amendment is not conditional. Now, did you know the Department of Homeland Security can put you on a domestic terror watch list just for homeschooling your kids outside the brainwashing and dumbed-down public school system? That's 100% a fact. Because of this, you know, I want to endorse the Ron Paul homeschool system. And you can find it at ronpaulhomeschool.com. It teaches your kids in domestic terror, such as critical thinking, comprehension, high standard education that surpasses the public school systems. And in levels above like third grade, I'm pretty sure the system is entirely video based and automated online. So it doesn't require mommy and daddy to be full time teachers. They can do this from a desk in their room on like an inexpensive Chromebook. Well, you can still grow like a home based business have a grandparent or child care monitor uh, monitor their day-to-day or whomever you see fit, and then allow them to have the important social stimulus at like an after-school program, like the Boys and Girls Club, dance, sports, MMA, whatever. But overall, it's time for this country to raise thinkers and doers, not sheep and robots that reinforce the status quo, which is why I cannot enough recommend the Ron Paul homeschool system. Um, In addition to this... The Mesh News Project would like to recommend to families becoming a member of a mosque, a temple, or a Christian church. Even if you don't know what you believe or you don't believe anything at all, what public schools don't teach you is ethics. That's where church comes in. In many degree programs in higher education, there's often a course called ethics, but that's in higher education. You know, like business ethics, medical ethics, judicial ethics, etc., where school, where, where school teaches, public school just teaches education, not even that well, church fulfills the portion that's not covered in schools, and that is human ethics. So not only do churches provide ethics trainings for your kids, but it also gives them social interaction within the environment of high ethics. So even if you're not a believer, have that discussion with your kids, just like you did with Santa Claus. You know, this is overall, it's just an imperative ingredient for raising good people. And when they turn 18, tell them they can do whatever they want. But until then, their ass belongs to Jesus. And finally, we would also like to endorse, you know, shit hits the fan skills like learning basic home and auto repair, uh, learning how to do food and water storage and learn all that stuff like on YouTube and learn 3D printing in, you know, 3D printing for parts, etc., or even for firearms. You have to understand, you know, the pandemic really opened our eyes to you know, the the country could short, shut down in just the littlest of time, and you may not have access to many resources. Banks might be shut down. You know, who knows? But with three D printing, you can go online to like places like the catalog. That's G A T, like Gats Gatalog.com, and they can t- they teach you everything about three D printing your own firearms, and they're legal. It's legal. It's within the law. It's not illegal. They're not ghost guns. Um, It's legal within the law or they wouldn't be able to exist. Go to the catalog and other online resources. And, you know, also if things shut down, you might need to print things like parts, replacement parts, whatever. So 3D printing, absolutely. Um, Aside from basic like food and water storage skills and home and auto repair skills is an imperative. Um, It's just like insurance. You know what I'm saying? You pay insurance for your car and your home, etc. Just in case you need skills that are insurance. Now, Mesh News is a zero-profit production. And you can find out more about us at meshnews.org. And I recommend watching our annual documentary, 2030 Vision. You can find it at the front page of our website. That's meshnews.org. Now, if you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to understand, like gospel... It's not red versus blue, brown versus white, LGBTQ versus breeders, or you versus your neighbors. It's always been and always will be the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusions. Fear, love, and time is the only currency. I'm Stephen Beckman, and I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.